0: Hi, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson here live at San Diego, California Comic Con. And you're listening to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. Welcome to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast, another unplugged episode we're riding the music in we can't actually hear right now but it's going to be there
1: we're going to in my head
0: it's more like a and we're gonna you know this is a little bit different for our unplugs because this is going to be jamie and i talking about an awesome trip that he had uh yeah and it's gonna be so much fun if you've never been to an unplugged before just sit back relax
1: <laughs> let the wave of awesomeness just wash over you <laughs>
0: yeah this is very no, i'm not gonna say unpolished but it's it's we're just freeform. talking we're, we are talking it's freeform exactly yeah
1: i mean our regular episodes are us- i mean they are they're interviews and we put a little bit of research and time and, and effort into them right. these are just a little bit more freeform conversations and sometimes we have guests sometimes we don't but um, I am just back from San Diego Comic-Con, so we're going to talk about that.
0: Perfect. And a lot of people, I'm sure, if you're listening to this podcast, you've maybe you know, followed the news at Comic-Con. And if you hadn't and you meant to, well, guess what? You can see it through the eyes of Jamie. Which, <laughs> wow. Which are, I remember, <laughs> and they're all churning off at the moment.
1: <laughs>
0: see him. Well, you know what? I always enjoy when Jamie comes back from conventions because he always has a unique perspective and take on it. And it's not just... It's not always, you know, not that he's here to be like, "Oh, this conference sucked," blah, blah, blah but I just like it because you you tell it the way you saw it. You don't. Oh, huh. you, well, thank you. Well, it's cool because you're never like, well, you know, the, has, the breakfast was okay, and when it, when it was awful, <laughs> you're not like that. So, or vice versa, <laughs> if something was really cool. You will, you will. Yeah. Let it be known that it was cool.
1: So, well, I will say but, before we dive into it. Yes. Um, I will say that. This was not my first San Diego Comic Con, but it was like I I went, <sighs> man. I don't remember what year I went, but it was like twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I went a long time ago, when it was still just a. Wow. I mean, it was bi- it was big, but it was still just like a comic book convention. Right. And It is not that anymore. I mean if you it is so much more so it wasn't my technically It wasn't my first time there, but it has changed so much It might as well have been my first time because everything was so different from what I remember right um, so I, I'm sure if I dug spoiler alert, I'm sure if I dug <laughs> for things I could find things to complain right. about but all in all, I had an absolutely unreal, amazing time, and that's why we're doing this. Class. I just wanted to share, but share right. a bit of what I was able to do. And well, see. and I
0: mean, the the entire time you were sending me pictures and you yeah. know, just giving me little updates. I'm, I'm usually when you've been at them, you're you're sometimes like, man, it's so busy here. But by this time, you're like, man, this, I'm having a great time. I love it. <laughs> you know, I haven't been like I haven't you know i've been up this long since i was in college man <laughs> yeah
1: that's the thing is i i did not sleep that's you know people come home from san diego and they're exhausted right. and i'm you know we're recording this about a week after i got home mm-hmm. not a full week but you know five good five days and um i'm still tired and it's <laughs> i i i can't get untired and it's you know it's a it's a Massive show that's spread out over an obscenely large amount of space not just the convention center right. But it's sprawling in like for blocks around the convention center now wow. So there is I mean you could walk for miles and still be seeing convention related stuff happening, right? Um, so just walking from place to place was is is tiring. It was super hot there just like it's been <laughs> super hot everywhere So that was a little bit draining I was not just roaming the exhibit hall floor I was there as press so I was doing a lot of um you know press interviews and roundtables and press conferences and special things like that so um I was kind of hustling from one place to another um and uh my days were long I got there at like eight in the morning I didn't get home until like one o'clock one thirty. wow and i i was just telling you off air and i don't mind yeah. saying this on air, but i haven't drunk that much since college <laughs> so uh, well, i was you know at the end of the day i was ready to just collapse and then a few hours later you just wake up right. and do it all over again. well
0: and with your press pass you get invited to not necessarily just with it but with your connections and whatnot you get invited yeah. to a lot of parties and after parties yes. and so yeah at these events typically the bar open, bar. Yes. open bar, <laughs> open so, bar,
1: which those, is why I, I was yeah. drinking because, yeah. of, and so like one of the things is you know a good tip is if you know people, I mean it's it's easy to like get invited to parties, right. you know, but like food is expensive at these kind. I mean, yeah. if you've ever been to a con, you know, food is mm-hmm. expensive. You pay like 10 bucks for chicken fingers or whatever, and the lines are really long. And San Diego is nice that it's surrounded by a lot of restaurants, but they're super crowded at all hours of the day. Right. So the nice thing about being invited to some of these events is that at least fr- Thursday and Friday, I was invited to press breakfasts, So they gave right. us breakfast. Okay. And I went to a few other events in the middle of the day that, you know, had they gave us some food or so lunch. So it was like. It was nice that I didn't have to worry about, oh, now I got to stop for lunch right. because it was. I happened to have to be at an event. Not have to. I mean, it was like no, a privilege. of course, yeah. But like I, I was invited or I was at an event that had food and open bar and why not partake, <laughs> oh, right? of course, yeah. No, I hear <laughs> who's you. Who's going to say, I mean, if, if unless you don't drink, like who's going to say yeah. no to an open well, bar? That, that's you know? like
0: the, the only conference I've really been to is the Dad 2.01. I was in Washington and me and Jamie actually met up there. Um, woo-hoo. But woohoo! It was fun, and yeah. uh, what, what what happens there even? And I'm not even there as press, but different companies will sponsor like nights, and basically I I don't think I had to to buy food the whole time because yeah. you know a company will put like we were at the Smithsonian and a company just had I forget it was Lego they just had a huge spread you yeah. know what I mean and it was all yeah, it's amazing all, yeah so that's the way it is
1: yeah so. it's amazing so in the lead up to, to I mean as press I mean. I feel like that's kind of going to be what I'm emphasizing here when we talk right. about this because I was fortunate enough to go as press and mm-hmm. have all these amazing experiences. So, like, if you've been to any con or if you've been to San Diego, like, you know how it goes. Like, it's pretty there's panels, there's the exhibit hall, there's some extra things that you can wait in line to go see or do experiences, that kind of thing. Um but you could read about that anywhere i feel mm-hmm. like what i want to share with all you guys is sort of the extra stuff and the cool stuff that i got to do right at, as press well and that's that's um, awesome
0: that's you know behind the curtain you know what i mean yeah get to pulling it's back the now. curtain a little well not bit. everyone gets to see it from this perspective so
1: Perfect. exactly Yeah. exactly which is why i <laughs> wanted to sort of share that angle um so if you've been approved as press in the lead up to comic-con it, it was funny because i was talking to some other people i know who are also going as press and mm-hmm. about a month out we really hadn't received any emails or any sort of press releases right. or anything and we were wondering you know maybe san diego is different because we had never been um to san Diego as press before so maybe san diego is different maybe they don't assault you with email well they do and it just happens like from two weeks out and then it's just like I'm not even kidding. I would step away from my computer to go to the bathroom and I would come back and there'd be 20 new emails. Um, so it's cool. It's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, some, some of the emails are just press releases, just saying, you know, this is this company is going to be there with this panel or this experience or this offsite event or this, you know, this is our booth number. Come check us out. Some emails are, uh, invitations, um, some are, you know, here, here are some people who will be on site if you want to talk to them and interview them. Um, some are invitations to special press events, like, you know, if you'd like to be on the list for this press conference or for this roundtable session. Um, and some are invitations to parties. And now I think that a lot of the party events, there are a lot of parties, right. like after parties <laughs> yeah. that happen during San Diego. And yeah. clearly invitations don't go out to everybody on the press list. Uh, a lot of that has to do with who you know. Um, I got invited to a few um, I made it to two and they were amazing um, but uh, yeah so it's it's hit or miss a lot of the emails that come in just are like blasted to everybody right. who's been approved as press yep. and those are the kind of things like here's our booth here's our off-site event come check us out come cover us please mm-hmm. um, the things that are like special invitations to press conferences or press roundtables or parties um, are a little bit hit or miss in who they go out to. Sometimes they're just, they go out to people cold. Sometimes they, um, it's, it's who, you know, and they invite you personally.
0: Okay. So So, yeah. So leading into it,
1: um, so yeah, leading into it, it's sort of, it's overwhelming because it's, you can't just say, Oh, I'll figure it out when I get there. You know, like I was making a schedule and like the schedule would change every hour based on the email that I got. And then obviously with so much happening, um, and the, the con, I mean, it's the longest con I've ever been to. It's four and a half days, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be things that are happening at the same time. There's a lot of overlap, right. so you have to make decisions, and some of those decisions are tough, you know, because it's like, oh, these two things are happening at the exact same time, and you can't do both. Yeah. But th- you have the same issue with panels. I mean, just going through the list of what panels were happening when, there were a lot of amazing panels mm-hmm. um, that you couldn't even get to because number one they were happening at the same time but number two the most popular ones had really long lines okay and so if you wanted a chance to get into the room they don't clear the room between panels so one panel ends if people get up and leave then they see how much space they have then they'll let people in from the, if there's a line they'll let people in from the line um so if it's a really popular panel then good luck waiting
0: so with your press pass do you get to skip the line for that at comic-con no
1: okay as a as a rule no you don't okay um if you know somebody if like you know the publicist or the pr person for whatever that panel is talking about and you've set something up in advance and they have special reserve seating not every room had special seating Mm set up but um if they have something like that set up then they might be able to squeeze you in but as a rule no there's i mean you don't just having a press pass does not let you just cut in line okay and which is you know i was bummed obviously because i wanted I wanted to wield that power. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were a few panels I wanted to get into. There were a few panels I really wanted to see, um, and I'll just—I mean, the, the Moana one. There's, there was Disney did not have a big panel in Hall H. Okay. If you don't know, Hall H is the huge, um, six thousand um, capacity hall that where all the big panels are. So, like when Marvel debuts their new trailers and they trot out the entire cast right. of you know, like Doctor Strange or the Avengers or whatever the movie is, that that all happens in Hall H. Now, even though it holds, uh, holds 6,000 people, this is also the hall that people camp out for overnight.
0: Oh, wow!
1: So <laughs> people are sleeping out outside overnight waiting to get in. And if, if you wanted to go to the Marvel panel, for example, and you weren't in line hours and hours and hours before, if not overnight, good luck getting in. Because right. it's going to fill up, and if you, you can't just walk up and in. <laughs> um, But Disney did not have – there was no Star Wars panel this year because Star Wars Celebration took place just before. So there was no big Star Wars panel, and there was no big Disney panel in Hall 8. Now, Disney had a couple other panels in smaller rooms, and one of them was about Moana. um, And I really wanted to go see that. But it started at like – I'm looking at my schedule. So it started at 1230, and I think maybe – I was not – prepared for the the i should have known better how popular it was going to be i think i got there a little bit before 12. okay and the line to get in was already stretching it stretched down i mean this means nothing if you didn't i have pictures i can share (laughs) but it stretched down four hallways then went outside under a tent and went like a disney (laughs) Disney, like back and forth six times under the tent and then took up all that space and then went down the steps away from the convention center and out to the water. Okay. And it was, I heard somebody talking to like one of the the security guards, like, well, do you think that these people will get in? And he said, that room where the panel is has a capacity of 2,000 people. Right. They're not going to clear the room from the panel that's in there now, so it's not going to be 2,000 people. And he said, there are at least two thousand people in this line right now, so wow. if you were to get the end of the line, your chances of There's getting no in are basically yeah basically zero
0: so you had to miss that one
1: i, I gave that one a pass <laughs> yeah um but uh what was cool about that is that you know I was wandering around taking pictures of of the line because I was going to tweet them out and say you know more right. what super popular line wrapped forever um and I was just kind of standing there looking at people, taking pictures, and I happened I just looked over my shoulder and I saw this gathering of people. Um and I probably would not have given it a second thought, but I saw Tony Baxter. Okay. And now if you don't know who that is, Tony Baxter is a legendary Imagineer. Like he's one yeah. of the like original imagineers. Like he's and so like he's got a very um recognizable mustache is what I noticed <laughs> quite honestly. Um and so I go over and I was like, "Oh my God, Sonny Baxter!" And I was gonna take a picture of him. And I was like, "You know what? I have a press badge. I'm allowed to like totally geek out." So I was like, yeah. "I'm just gonna ask. Him. I can take a picture." And so I'm sta- he's talking to somebody, and I'm standing there, um, waiting to be polite till I can butt in and say, "Can I take a picture?" And I realize he's talking because he's waiting for the Moana panel. Right. So I realize he's talking to John Musker and Ron Clements, who are the directors of <laughs> right, and right. other Disney films. Um, and there's the three of them standing there and I was like, Oh my god. And so I wait till there's a, a pause and I was like, Excuse me <laughs> Can I take a picture? And so Tony it was so funny because Tony Baxter was like, Oh, these are the guys you want. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Oh no, 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 you yeah. could be in it too. Yeah. And then they all laughed at that because I was like, You could be in it too. And he's like, Oh, thank you. I could be in your picture too. <laughs> <laughs> he was I mean, he's of the three of them, I think he might be the only one who's an actual legend. I think right. he was inducted into the okay. legend but, So that was pretty cool. That was totally up by chance. That's I happened awesome. to see them and uh, and
0: did you hint yeah, around they at were... getting into the panel with them? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I didn't have that in, kind of guys.
0: come on
1: All I could do was take a picture and say, you guys are awesome! Yeah. And that was
0: about it. <laughs> Without getting security yanking you away, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's that's fantastic. That's the cool thing about going to Comic-Con is you have little experiences like that. You know, you never know who you're going to see walking around. and That's we awesome.
1: Really don't. really don't. And especially, I mean, because San Diego is so big with like the Hollywood crowd mm-hmm. and TV crowd, um, a lot of the people... A lot of really big stars will just show up on the exhibit floor. Now some right. of them wear cosplay or wear masks yeah. so they're not immediately identified. Um, I saw, you know, like for example, there was this, the cast of Suicide Squad was signing in the DC booth. Okay, were they and in there character? Long... No, 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 no. I mean, oh, it was okay. just the actors I was
0: say, that'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the actors there, and they were signing or something, and right. so there was a long line, and this guy shows up in a mask in front of Will Smith and he puts something in front of him and says, like, can you sign this for me and Will Smith just thinks it's a fan and he right. takes off the mask and it's Henry Cavill so the guy <laughs> oh no <Superman>. way <laughs> yeah and so it was like he just waited in line with everybody else because yeah. he didn't want to like make it obvious right. and so like these people who were in line with him they didn't realize who it was until he got up to Will Smith <laughs> well and I've but,
0: heard Adam Savage does that as well from Mythbusters I'm not sure if he was there this indeed year, but, he does yeah. and I
1: have a story but you're getting ahead of yourself uh, okay alright <laughs> right.
0: let's not get ahead of ourselves
1: <laughs> um yeah, so, yes, you're right. Adam Savage does. He had two different costumes this year. Um, I actually, I met him, I saw him, and uh, I, I know some, one of the other Geek Dad contributors works for him now at Tested, okay. Tested.com. Okay. Yeah. And I ended up going to a party with him on s- Friday night. Okay. Um, and Adam Savage was there, and uh, and I got sort of the inside scoop on what his costumes were going to be. Oh, but, cool. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he shows up and a lot of people do. A lot of people sh- will show up in costume and uh, you never know who you're going to see. Um, right. I, I, there were a lot of instances where I was just walking from here to there and I saw somebody that was, you know, mildly famous. I didn't see Will Smith just wandering no, around. No, of course, yeah. <laughs> you do see a lot of, like, the the people that whose faces you see, mm-hmm. many people may not just rec- immediately recognize. Right. They just walk around with everybody else. Though. So no
0: Justin Bieber playing Pokemon Go. At the I did
1: not gym. see that no. <laughs> Justin Timberlake was there. Oh, no I don't know if he was playing Pokemon go he was there for the um, the DreamWorks panel okay because I guess I don't know if he's a character in the new trolls movie, but I think his song is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was part of the Big Hall H panel for DreamWorks. Right. but I didn't see. It.
0: So you you mentioned to me while you were there that you had ran into pretty much every person that we've ever interviewed on our show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, not every that would no, be a no, lot, no, no, no. but yes, I saw I saw a lot of our guests. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think. Let me think. I saw Doug Jones. I saw Dan <laughs> Santat. I saw um. I saw uh, Kevin Conroy.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um, I saw some guests who have not been on the show yet, but will. And I lined up a few guests. I saw um, Cecil Castellucci. Right. Um, I saw Tony and Tom Bancroft. I saw Tad Stones.
0: That's awesome.
1: Uh, and I I took pictures with most of these people, so right, I'll put this up. I, I'll put them up with the post. Um, because they're fun. Now,
0: now here, now here's the question: Did any of them remember the interview? <laughs> uh,
1: you know, well, they all they all said they did. Yeah. Now Tom and Tony and Tad, yeah, I yeah, of I, I hung yeah. out and I talked with them for a long yeah. time, so they obviously know who we are. Um Kevin I just saw Kevin Conroy I just saw in a um in the round table interviews because he did the be- the voice for uh The Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. So I was at a round table with him. He didn't recognize me by face and I didn't have an opportunity to sort of you know jump in right. front of everybody right. I mean there were only like six don't of us you know at the table do you
0: know who I am Kevin <laughs> Yeah
1: that would have been awkward There yeah. were like only six of us at the table But right. I didn't want to take time away from questions About why we were there You don't want to um, be that guy
0: right <laughs> Yeah
1: Doug Jones remembered us And <laughs> I have a story That I'm not really sure I should share I yeah. There's no way He's going to be listening to this right,
0: right. right. I don't know I don't
1: know, man. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to share it, but let's just say that... Um, he was
0: happy to see you.
1: He was happy to see me, and he was um, more than a little inebriated, right. I think. Right, okay. It was at a party, that's so okay. we all were. Of course. Um, yeah, it was It was quite an experience. But yeah, he remembered, and I got some love. There you um, go. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we'll have to talk and, about yes, that later Everybody else, i mean they remember us cecil castellucci um she was just she, on too. she right? was just on yeah. and she had nothing but praise to say to us and um i mean she was she, she just loved being on so yeah. perfect um, yeah it was great it was, it was it was nice to see everybody and nice that they didn't run the other way when they realized who <laughs> i was
0: so you we have here a little list just to you know to remind you of what what was happening so thursday yeah. you, you were there um did, and you you met you saw tony baxter got your picture taken with him and you also have here something about the hasbro breakfast Do you have a story from that
1: yeah um well i should say i was actually there wednesday too so okay. the con officially runs thursday to sunday wednesday right. is called preview night it's only for it's like six to nine i mm-hmm. think um and with the press badge you get access to all days okay uh and so i flew in um i got there kind of late i think it was like three o'clock on wednesday so i, I there was some stuff happening right early in the day that i couldn't do but my sister thankfully you know my sister lives out there so it was right. nice, she nice. The airport, and she just took me straight to the con i said I'm, i love you i, I want to see everybody but we're not i'm not going home <laughs> just take me straight there so i went straight there on wednesday um and I did a few things that day. There was a DC collectibles, um, who makes the toys kind of and toys. Um, they had a press event and, uh, it was my first open bar of the weekend. So it was like, bam, starting off. That was fun. I see them every year at toy fair. Okay. So, uh, it's a lot of familiar faces and a little familiar toys. Uh, but it was fun. Uh, I hung out there for a little while. And then that night, HBO for game of Thrones, um, has an off-site event, which they call the, uh, the HBO Game Throne, the Hall of Faces. Right. And it's a, there was a special press um, preview that evening that we went to. So we went, and it's kind of cool. You could sit on the Iron Throne. they would You could take your picture, and they had a whole wall of faces set up. Um, you know, when everybody's you right. know, eyes closed and everything. So and they would take your picture, and they would then project it onto the wall so you could be part of the Wall of Faces, awesome. and they print it out for you. They had Arya Stark's uh, they needle her sword. Okay. Like it was the actual screen-used one that they had it set up, and you could actually like hold it and pretend to like awesome. swing. Um Yeah. So it was, it was kind of like a little museum exhibit slash interactive exhibit. It was super cool. Um, but I'm so glad we went to the press preview because the next morning the line was literally around the right. block.
0: Oh
1: wow! To For, just to get it. Yeah, just to have walk. Some,
0: they had some actors in the. Well, in the there, in there,
1: or no? that's the panel. This yes. was just the oh, off-site exhibit. Okay. So gotcha. this was just to walk in and do what I did, uh, oh, nice. I did on Wednesday oh, night. Awesome, the line was suddenly like four or five hours long. There so you go. that's your thank press
0: God. pass at work. Yeah,
1: it was already <laughs> panel. Um, and I wanted to Wednesday night um, Super Seven. Which is it's a, it's a it's like the, if you like He Man Masters of the Universe like they're doing the Lord's work right. they actually just got the license to make the toys from Mattel Mattel oh, just nice. passed over okay. Super Seven but they've been doing lots of like little stuff for a long time um, and they they produced new a new animated episode of Masters of the Universe in the style of the original 80s okay and they were showing it that night. Um, and I w- had been really looking forward to it and wanting to go, but it didn't start until 10 o'clock, and it was like a mile away from the convention center. Right. And I was already just so exhausted, I, so I passed. So I still haven't seen it. But uh, it's called Curse of the Three Terrors if you want to check it out. I think you can buy it on either iTunes or Vimeo or something mm-hmm. like that. It's available. Um, but and it, the trailer that I saw looked super awesome. Okay, so.
0: cool.
1: Um, but, yeah, you asked about Thursday morning. Yeah, asked- so
0: Thursday, after you, but after you're out like that, what's it like waking up? Early in the morning to go. It's through.
1: rough. I yeah, mean, if, if you're if you're staying at one of the hotels right in the area, it's a lot easier because you can just roll out of bed and yeah. go downstairs and you're there. But I was staying at my sister's house, and she is not in <laughs> downtown San Diego. Like she's out in the burbs. So and so
0: <laughs>
1: it was a little bit of a commute. It was a little bit of a commute. What's nice is that San Diego has this trolley line, which is basically like a like a light rail train system. Okay. Um, And it's convenient if you are near one of those lines. And there's stations right in front of the convention center. So it's convenient for getting in there. You don't need to drive in. You don't need to park. It's just that from where my sister lives, it was like a 30 to 40 minute ride. So you have to factor that in to travel. Right. So, yeah, waking up in the morning and getting... So
0: you're sitting getting... on the train like, uh... Exactly. <laughs> so now keep
1: in mind, Wednesday night, I was too tired to stay up for a 10 o'clock event, and the Hasbro thing Thursday morning started at 8. So I had to be there at
0: 8. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that was... um It was at an off-site event. It was, just at, it was at a restaurant, and... um it's exactly what it sounds like. It was just it was a, a breakfast with food mm-hmm. and um, they had Hasbro toys everywhere. Yeah, and it so was sort of like a, yeah it was like a pan it was like a booth that they just put into the restaurant and it was for press. Um, so it was My Little Pony and Star Wars and Transformers and um, Marvel. Uh, there's some. There was some really cool stuff. The highlights of what I saw was that I got to see the new Jin UrsO from from Rogue One. Okay. They had they had that toy there, so I got to see that action figure. Um, they had some up and coming, um, like the next wave of, of Marvel figures. And what was cool is that I'm a big Miss Marvel fan. Right. Kamala Khan, Miss yep. Marvel. Yeah. And she's she's finally getting an action figure, so she was there. Um, and they had some cool stations where, like, you could hold Captain America's shield, and they would do like a a picture, so it looks like you were fighting Iron Man. And mm-hmm. they did, you could do this video where you're like swinging a lightsaber. So it was like it was like fun stuff like that. Oh, awesome! Um, obviously, all these events are geared toward getting press to write about and talk right, about stuff. So they do it uh, out and, of
0: the goodness of their hearts.
1: Exactly, and then they send you away with these huge so. 8 o'clock in the morning, I, Rakipa, I have all day to go, and they yeah. send us away with this huge bag of swag. And I'm not out talking just, like, a bag of, like, here's our brochure and here's a thumb drive. Right. They gave us a bag full of Hasbro toys. <laughs> like, like, there were probably a good 10 things in there. No way. I, I mean, there was, like, like a Nerf gun. And, like, three huge action figures and, you know, a couple smaller action figures and a huge My Little Tony, to- My Little Pony toy. Yep. And so now suddenly I've got this huge bag first thing in the morning that I don't know what to do with. So, <laughs> I know. First <laughs> what world do you do with
0: it? How, do you, how do you get back? Do you bring, like, an empty suitcase or something for all that stuff?
1: Well, again, if you if you're if it, you have a hotel right. right there, just go drop it off. But well, I true. didn't, obviously. Um, there is a press room. Okay. There's no, you can't leave stuff there. But um, me and this other guy, uh, Will, who's I think he's been on the show. Uh, right. He's another geek contributor. We we were both there. We were both had the same breakfast. Yeah. So we kind of conned the woman manning the press room to let us like hide our bags underneath the table.
0: Conned the press
1: room. <laughs> we did. Like we convinced. Like we weren't supposed to. Like we went back later. In the, I went back later in the day to put something in there, and the guy was like, "You're not supposed to leave anything here." Oh no. Uh, yeah, so we just hid it under a table that you know had like a. Afraid <laughs> like nobody takes it
0: when you're gone.
1: Yeah, you know, I was like, if somebody takes it, they're like, they're they're a bag of Hasbro toys richer. Yeah. You know, I was like, it's fine. I'm <laughs> not gonna water, really lose right? that much sleep over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a nice way to start the day. Right. Um, and uh, so yeah, and then the rest of that day, I did a I did a lot of wandering. I I walked through the exhibit hall a bit. It's it's a massive massive oh, exhibit man. hall um you know with huge booths so like DC Marvel Lego Star Wars had enormous you can't even call them booths i mean they were almost like city blocks i mean they had enormous stuff um like funko and a lot of like like uh, amc and stars you know they had these huge booths that were themed to their upcoming shows right. and you could like some of them had, like, walk-through exhibits and stuff. So it's um, not
0: just, like, a, you know, single booth. It's, like, a giant interactive experience in some cases. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. For the big companies, they're giant interactive experiences. Yeah. And then um, scattered throughout, I mean, like, the, the, they had an area that was called called Artist Alley, which is usually what I I, I, I am interested in right. at con Like, I like to go check out the artists and buy original art and support, you know, these people who are just there. We had mm-hmm. to pay, pay their own way and buy their right, own table. Right, of course, yeah. Um, An artist alley was much smaller than I was prepared for it to be. But the reason I figured out is because they just called that one section artist alley, but they actually had artists and small publishers scattered over the entire floor. Oh
0: wow! Okay. So they
1: weren't all just in one place. So they were all over the place. So nice. it was nice. They kind of had a lot of them together in like three main sections, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was a lot. It was you, there was no way even if you just wanted to do the exhibit hall, there was no way you could see everything in just one day.
0: Okay. And you mentioned that there's something with Her Universe though? Did you run into Ashley or... Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I saw her too. I okay. didn't see... I mean, I went to um... Well, that was, that was Thursday night. So okay. every year... Um, well, not every year. This is the third year. So for the past two years this is the third annual Her Universe does a fashion show. Oh, nice. Um, and it is exactly what it is. It's a fashion show and the, I, there must be... I should probably know this, but there's a... These are the finalists. So they had a contest to get to this point i guess and um i think this year she they kind of made it into like a reality show more or less so it was okay. kind of like america's next top model <laughs> i don't think i don't think people got cut but i think it was just sort of like a a reality show that was like road to
0: the okay. finals yeah
1: um and so it was so it was a fashion show as opposed to cosplay so these were more of like um dresses mm-hmm. rather than like i'm instead of like i'm i'm cosplaying as pikachu this is like a dress inspired by Pikachu or something. You can, you know, there's a difference. So there were 27, I believe, 27 finalists, and they each made a dress that was inspired by either a franchise or a specific character. Um, And, uh, you know, they did the whole fashion show walk thing. Um, But what stole the show definitely was Ashley's dress. Uh, And there were some rumblings, and I hadn't seen it or heard about it in advance, but... Um, there were rumblings that it was Ahsoka themed, Okay. Um, and so she comes out, and it's it is a it's a it's a gown. So it was like shoulder to ankle length, um, huge Ahsoka face on the front, but it was entirely made out of Lego. No way. So the the fab I mean the, the shell of it was was a dress because yeah. they were sewed to fabric, um, but it was entirely covered with Lego and it was 10,000 Lego, and it weighed over 25 pounds. And despite that, when she moved, because I was watching it, it still looked like it was relatively flexible, like it wasn't rigid.
0: Okay.
1: I can't imagine it was super comfortable. No, Um, no, but it looked cool. It looked amazing. (laughs) Um, So that sort of overshadowed all the other dresses that were actually there for the fashion show. Um, but it was fun I had heard at least for the last two years I had been hearing about this right. this fashion show So I wanted to check it out and, That sounds um, fun Yeah, and I got, because I, again I got on the press list Which didn't get us super amazing seats But we were at least allowed to, like We we were held in a separate area right. And they opened the doors to everybody in line And to us at the same time So if, like, if you hustled You're like, we got amazing seats <laughs> like, We got really yeah. good seats right up front So I was, like, second row Nice. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Um,
0: <sighs> I know,
1: so much, right? <laughs> so Maybe we'll have
0: two I... or three shows about this.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, we probably could, but I'm just going to get it all out now because I'm going to forget about it. No, of
0: course, it. yeah, let's do it. Uh,
1: Voltron, I went to the Voltron panel on mm-hmm. Thursday. Okay. Uh, that was the only panel that I actually did get preferred seating at. Um, and uh, again, that was, you know, we had... Um, Joaquin Del Santos and Lauren Montgomery on right. the show. Yeah, they were there, um, along with the head writer and um, and also Stephen Yen was there, who you may know as Glenn from The Walking Dead, but he also is the voice of Keith from Voltron, Legendary Defender, the and the Redline guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they he was like sort of a surprise guest, so people went crazy when he walked in. Um, but it was cool. So they talked about the season. We got a sp- sneak peek. We got to see the trailer of season two. They actually confirmed season two in the panel. Nice. Um, and so the trailer looks amazing um, but that was the only panel that I had um, better seating at so I didn't have to wait in line and she put me in the second row so that was nice so um, that
0: was your moment to shine You were like, that was my I moment of pan- panels
1: panel, well actually I lied there was one other panel I okay. got in, but of, of just normal panels that was my moment right. to feel special
0: <laughs>
1: um so- so on but, thir-
0: uh, finally on Thursday you had yeah Scholastic I don't
1: oh uh, yes that's pretty so cool. Thursday night was the Scholastic party. The nice thing about San Diego is that San Diego has like beautiful weather year round. Right. So all the hotels there have these rooftop bars or mm-hmm. rooftop swimming pools surrounded by bars. So a lot of these parties were at those. They were these oh, rooftop. Oh no bars. way.
0: That's,
1: and so and it's nice because at nighttime you get a nice breeze up there too. Yeah. So it's really refreshing. Yeah. I bet. Um, So, the Scholastic Party was Thursday night, um, and that's where I saw Dan Santat, Mm -hmm. and I said hi to um, Raina Telgemeier and Jeff Smith. Who are both going to be on the show, Reyna? If you don't know, if you don't know, Scholastic. Um, this was the the graphics imprint, which okay. does the graphic novels. Yeah. Um, primarily, I I think a lot of the guests were there for, because they had books through them. It wasn't just all Scholastic authors. It right. was the, the graphic novel imprint. Okay. Uh, so Reyna, um, she's done, you know, like Smile and Sisters and Drama. She does the new um, Babysitters Club graphic mm-hmm. novels. And her newest book which comes out in september is ghosts so um the book the the party was ostensibly themed around that book um which is more or less about the day of the dead ceremony in mexico gotcha. yeah um so she and i saw jeff smith who does who did the bone mm-hmm. books um and both of them listen for them in a future episode because they're coming on
0: awesome
1: um and i also saw greg grumberg was there um now if you don't know who greg grumberg is i'm sure you know his face if you watched heroes mm-hmm. uh, i'm blanking on the character's name but he was the police officer who sort of could start reading people's thoughts yeah um he's been in every jj J. abrams movie so he's been in the new star treks so he was in force awakens uh he was snap wexley i mean he had like one line but he right, was there of course yeah yeah um he, and, he was uh, like
0: when uh, Adam Sandler would always have Steve Buscemi before Steve Buscemi got really big he was like in a lot of he yes. was in a
1: lot of Adam yeah. Sandler yeah well movies. he is best friends like he's childhood best friends with J.J. Abrams oh awesome and so yeah so he's been in every single one of J.J. Abrams movies and I guess it first started as like you're my best friend you're gonna right. be in it but now it's sort of like a like a good luck charm like gotcha. it's it's sort of like Hitchcock putting himself in every one mm-hmm. of his movies like if you watch a J.J. J. Abrams movie you're gonna look for Greg Grumberg
0: that's
1: awesome <laughs> um but he was there because he has a new book um with he has a new graphic novel actually with scholastic um and he and he wrote it he created it with this other guy lucas turnbloom um and it's called dream jumper it's really good um and they're actually listen again they're both going to be on the show so we're going to have greg on the show um but uh, it was just it was it was cool just to see everybody and say hi and
0: and how I envision at this party there being tables and tables full of books that you can like walk around and read.
1: There were not tables <laughs> full of books there was there was swag bags full okay. of books that they sent you home with but I was there so late yeah. talking to people. Um, the swag bags were all gone oh, by the time I left yeah but the woman um, the publicist, the scholastic publicist who I know and has been is wonderful to work with um, she actually put one together when she got back to the office and she mailed one out to oh, me. nice, so. awesome. <laughs> There you go. So that was pretty. That was pretty nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but this was just
0: your first day there.
1: <laughs> this was this was just the first day. Yeah. Oh, God. So I mean, going home from the, I mean, uh, let me tell you. You may not be able to guess by just the amount that I talk on this mm-hmm. show. I am not a people person. Right. Like I am not really very extroverted. Like mm-hmm. if you, like, in like. When it comes right down to it, I'm pretty shy, Mm -hmm. and I know just the amount that I've just been talking, you wouldn't think it, but I don't mingle very well, Mm -hmm. you know, and so if you put me in a room full of people I don't know, I feel very uncomfortable, I can't just start talking, I don't do the whole small talk thing really well, it's very awkward for me, Um, and so I was a little bit worried about going to the Scholastic Party, because I was like, well, I kind of only know some, like, I thought I was only going to know the publicist, right, but one of the other Geek Deck contributors was going to be there. It's like, all right, you're there. We can at least, like, we, right. we can hang out with each exactly, other, you know yeah. what I mean? And it turned out, like, she left early, and I didn't even realize she left early because I was just making the rounds. That yeah, I was, like, yeah. schmoozing. That's you what happens. Their... Like, Give me an open bar, and yeah. I'm, I'm Mr. Schmoozing. That's what
0: you need. You need it. <laughs> you needed it for business. We'll exactly.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was a little bit worried about how that was going to go. But it it it, it was great <laughs> I,
0: to, I, I totally hear i'm the exact same way you know, like when it's funny how and you hear people even on like big youtubers talk about this if they're out it might seem like they're being like jerks or yeah. whatever but it's because uh, creative people tend to be not all the time but tend to be uh introverted a lot and not when a party you get in a party you're just like okay what do i do yeah <laughs> yeah
1: you say that and uh, i can't remember who it was who said it I think I tweeted it, so right. I could probably figure it out. But it's it's unimportant, really, who said it. But what what they said was exactly that. Like yeah. creative, creative people, um, more by and large. And obviously, there are exceptions. Right. But most creative people are creative in what in their pursuits because they pour their passion and their creativity into making something. Exactly. Yeah. Because they'd rather be doing that than interacting with people. Mm-hmm. It feels more natural for them to. You know, be working in isolation and creating something than communicating, which is what the rest of the world does. They feel like they don't do that as well as other people. So they feel more comfortable, you know, putting the bubble around themselves and just creating. Right. So I get that. I really do. Not saying that I'm super creative because I'm really not. I know what you mean. But I'm just shy. And, you know, and when if you put me in a room full of people I don't know, I don't mingle very well. I just kind of, I'm a wallflower. Yeah. You know, left to my own devices.
0: Not when there's an open bar though. Not when there's an open <laughs> bar though <laughs> So Fred, you go back to the when you go back to your sister's house, is it just like you fall back into the bed? Oh,
1: they're all they're all asleep yeah. when I get back. <laughs> so you know, I get back i think i got back after midnight on friday right. or thursday and yeah everybody's asleep i just collapse, mm-hmm. um and i was like crap in like a few hours i gotta get up and do it again because i had to be <laughs> i had to be at another breakfast on friday at nine so i was like oh my god <laughs> and that was just one day i was like i still have all of friday and all of saturday to go. right i will say i i i went into this knowing that i was not going on yes, sunday of course. so that was sort of there were some things on Sunday that would have been fun to do, some panel like Animaniacs live, yeah,
0: that like so
1: like cool. Rob Paulson and and all of them like they, they did a panel on Sunday because Sunday is also Kids Day, so there's gotcha. a lot of kid-friendly programming, yeah, um, but the that's the only panel that I really was bummed to have missed. But what I heard later is that the line to get in was crazy long. I
0: bet. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, so I'm bummed to have missed that, but I probably wouldn't have gotten in anyway. Okay. So Sunday was my day to spend with my sister and her family. Nice. Um, so i, I suppose really
0: you used their house for the whole weekend you,
1: that's you, what i said you know, I, be around I feel this. awful like i just show up and all i do is sleep and you didn't even see me <laughs> and she was funny she's like are you kidding me you're the easiest house guest ever we didn't even need to feed you
0: <laughs> we will go to bed and you're not here we yeah. wake up you're not here you're <laughs> gone exactly i was like super easy <laughs> so on friday you mentioned you had a breakfast and that was a dc breakfast
1: i was with dc comics um they actually, again,
0: had, like, like what you said they like rent out a restaurant is that how they
1: do it no this was just in a room in a hotel so this was just like a little conference room in a hotel but they had a full spread there um and they actually had both days thursday and friday they did press breakfast thursday the it was about like their superhero books so right now the event is rebirth so it was all about that and i actually i wanted to go to hasbro instead so i i made that decision because friday it was about everything else that they're doing so it was about um, the Hanna-Barbera books um, that they're doing. It was mm-hmm. about Mad Magazine, and it was about what I was really interested mostly about is the the new Young Animal imprint, right. which we touched on when we talked to Cecil Castellucci, mm-hmm. because she's making Shade the Changing Girl. Um, but they have a, a like a starting lit lineup of, I think, five, maybe six, five, five titles um, that's going to be coming out with Young Animal. And we talked about this at the top of the Cecil yeah. one, too. Yeah, I think I called it the spiritual successor to Vertigo. And Vertigo right. is still around, but this is sort of they're they're taking chance they're taking creative chances. And they're they're taking other chances as well. Like so uh, Gerard Way, who um is a lot of people know him from the band My Chemical Romance. Um so he had this super amazing, successful career in music and then decided, you know, I wanna make comics. That's so he hustle. went over to DC and he just started writing a bunch of comics for them. And now they've given him the reins of this brand new. They're calling it a pop-up imprint, um, and so they've given he's like create has creative control over this, all the the young animal titles, um, and what's cool is that he said, you know, the, we want to get people back into buying single issues rather than mm-hmm. buying the collected trade paperback. So gotcha. they're taking chances. So like Doom Patrol is one of the new books, and the cover shows a burrito like wrapped in foil, <laughs> okay. like a chipotle burrito. Yeah. And that burrito is actually, you can peel it off. No way. Yeah, so, like, you can peel off the foil. And he said, there's something else underneath. I don't know what's underneath because they didn't have the books there. Right. They don't come out in the fall. But So, like, those are the kind of chances that they're taking, you know? Like, just, like, you might call them gimmicks, but they're they're things that are getting people to, they're trying to get people interested in buying single issues again. Right. So they're telling these stories that either can be self-contained in a single issue or they're, making it kind of appealing for you to buy the single mm-hmm. issue like i want to take the wrapper off of that, yeah, burrito. I awesome. in that
0: burrito. what is it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so, that's yeah great. that that was awesome
1: and i so i talked to gerard way um mm-hmm. and we're gonna hopefully get him on the show to okay. and closer closer to the fall when the when the, the first titles launch so we're going to talk about that um I was and, just thinking,
0: have him on and just totally only ask him questions about his music career. Yeah, we totally could. He'd
1: probably do it. Too. Can you imagine? the the DC publicist who sets it up would not be happy?
0: Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to animal something whatever that is. We'll get to it.
1: Um, and I almost forgot the um, probably the number two highlight of the entire weekend happened there.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I forgot on Thursday at some point, Paul Dini, mm-hmm. who. If you know Batman or Batman the Animated Series, you know Paul Dini. Paul Dini was one of the creators of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Um, is a legend in, you know, among cre- co- uh, comic creators, but uh, among Batman especially. He has a new book called Dark Knight, um, and it tells about um, this experience he had when he was younger. It was actually during the Batman the Animated Series time when he was mugged and he was pretty viciously beaten Wow. Um, and he I mean he was almost killed and he was in the hospital, he had a lot of reconstructive surgery um, and what carried him through it was his, his this relating himself to Batman and how the supervillains and heroes and the, the Batman story arc and his, his role in creating that kind of saved him and so he wrote this book called Dark Knight which is Nonfiction. I mean, it's it's a memoir, but it's mm-hmm. to, it's it's presented in a comic book format, um, sort of tells this story, and it's really raw and it doesn't he doesn't pull any punches. I mean, there are some really graphic scenes, really personal um emotional scenes in this book. He had a panel on Thursday that I didn't think I was going to get into because he's so popular, but right. I did get in, And it was just it was just a one on one discussion with him about the book and about his experience and wow. about his career career a little bit. And it was really powerful. And I mean, and he, he broke down a couple times on stage, and it really, I mean, it just, it was really emotional, and, like, there are a few comic creators that I really, really admire, mm-hmm. that I, if I could ever meet these guys and talk to them, it would be them. Yeah. Jam DeMatis is another one, and unfortunately, he, we're going to have to have him back, because he had to duck out of the, that episode we did with him a few weeks back, um, but Paul Dini was sort of, like, one of the crown jewels of, if right. I really want to talk to this guy. So I walk into the DC breakfast on Friday morning, and he's a big guy. Right. I mean, he's a really big guy. He's hard to miss, and he okay. was like the first person I saw. And I said, "Holy shit! This this <laughs> is already worth coming to this. I don't care if they have nothing to, to give me that's interesting in the rest of this hour." But... So I and I was like, "I'm not. I don't know if anybody listens to Hamilton, but yeah. I'm not throwing away my shot." So I was like, "This is my chance." So I, right. So I'm just gonna go talk to him. And so I went over and I just told him, I said, you know, I was in your pa- I was was in the panel yesterday. It was amazing. It was so moving. You're you're an inspiration. I really admire you. It moved me to tears. And he was super gracious and super nice. And um, so, like, just it, it, like nothing came out of it, you know, like right. I, I'm hoping we can get him on the show. It's not yeah. guaranteed he's been doing a lot of press because of suicide squad Mm -hmm. because he created the character of Harley Quinn. Yeah. So because Harley is so big in suicide squad, he's obviously been doing a lot of press because he created her. Yeah. Um, But uh, so like, like maybe we can get him on the show, but that wasn't really the point. It was just sort of 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 like, I got to talk to him. I got to shake his hand. He looked me in the eye. Like he listened to what I had to say. And was like, this is it. Like, comic-con can only go downhill from here because this was such like this like my my week has been made that's awesome and having said that that is still number two
0: that's, that's no that's that's fantastic and that's what's great about you know an event like comic-con you get to meet people that you you know yeah. you really admire and you really are inspired by and you get to tell them <laughs> you know who gets that chance ever
1: yeah it's it's especially that many people in so short a time right no that's that awesome. was amazing so that was that was super super gratifying to be able to just wow you know talk to him and tell him how much he means and how much his work means yeah super awesome so That's that was killer. that was great getting to see Paul Dini that was great
0: wow
1: <laughs> <sighs> um, the rest of that day <laughs> kind of felt like a letdown right. uh, so it was um, I went to a few Star Wars panels um, there was a publishing panel there was the Hasbro Star Wars panel. Um, that was a lot of sort of breaking news they did some right. re- reveals uh i did a star wars roundup star wars san diego comic-con roundup post for star Wars.com, so okay. if you really want to see what happened came out of those panels i can link to it mm-hmm. um it's it's online you can just go check it out um that afternoon so the newest dc animated movie is the killing joke yes um So this is a safe space, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I have to admit, I've actually never read The Killing Joke. Right. I never really had any great desire to read. I know what it's about. Mm -hmm. I know the whole story, so it's not like it's a mystery to me. I know the story. I know there's a lot of controversy around it. Right. Um, I've never read it, and we went. We hadn't seen the movie before this, um, but Kevin Conroy was going to be there. Bruce Timm. Who was, you know, one of the other creators of the Batman animated series was going to be there, Um, and I was like, just for Kevin Conroy and Bruce Timm, yeah, like I want, I want to go just to see these guys. And what it was is a, they were round tables, and if you don't know what round tables are, so they, you go in, it's a bunch of press, um, and you sit at round tables, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, there's about six to a table, and there were six people at this. Uh, Event that were promoting the movie. And what they do is they just rotate around. So you get, like, you don't get a whole lot of time. You get maybe, like, five, six minutes with each person. Um, But you get basically one-on-one time with them. I mean, it's you and five other press people, and you get to shoot questions at them until they have to move on and get the next person.
0: Whoever is the most vocal gets the questions in, right? Exactly. (laughs) Now,
1: um, I recorded this. I recorded all six of them. So we're going to release this as an episode. Cool. I want we'll do a roundtable, our awesome. own roundtable unplugged episode where we talk about the Killing Joke, and then we'll mm-hmm. I'll, we'll play all those interviews with you. So it was Kevin Conroy who was the voice of Batman, Bruce Timm who was uh, the executive producer on the movie, but also created a, one of the creators with Paul Dini of the whole look and style of Batman yep. the animated series, Tara Strong who was the voice of Batgirl and is well well known in the voiceover world, um, Ray Wise who you may know from Twin Peaks and lots of other things. He's the voice of Commissioner Gordon in the movie. Um, Sam Liu, who is the director. And who am I forgetting? Batman, Batgirl, Commissioner Gordon, director, Bruce Timm.
0: This is where I'm hoping you're going to be like, "Eh, oh, Mark Hamill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we thought he might have made an appearance, yeah. you know, and I like right before we walked in, I was sitting looking at Mark Hamill's Twitter feed to right. see if there were any clues to see if maybe he was there oh, because there was going to be a big panel, a yeah. big Hall H panel for Killing Joke Right. And so we all sit down and before they bring the talent in, the publicist who was running the room, he's like, he had the very first announcement. He's like, everybody. Mark Hamill is not here. I'm not lying to you. Don't expect him to walk through that door. <laughs> and it was like just like like unanimous groan, like, oh man. <laughs>
0: Come
1: on. I know,
0: right? Why well, can't Luke Skywalker be here?
1: Like Exactly. <laughs> um But he I mean Mark Hamill does he does he is the Joker in the yes. movie, but yeah. he, he was not there for the event. And I'm totally blanking on who the sixth person was. Um But uh so that was cool. It was interesting to oh brian azarello okay
0: there so you he's go a,
1: he's a comic book writer um gotcha. he created 100 bullets and he was also the writer of the movie so okay. that he was the sixth one nice um that'll be the, a fun the, episode the, it'll be the fun episode i'm not gonna talk about it now yeah, because yeah. we'll talk about all about it then but so i did that on friday afternoon
0: uh so do you want to hear my stanley story i do i'm always interested in stanley stories I, I when the last time you told one i I, every time I listen to, it, I listened to it back probably three times. From the D, was it D twenty three? He was at that you were at. And yeah, I love. I it. forgot all about that. Oh, Refresh our memories. You were telling yes. the story about how how they played like a track over Iron Man talking, and Stanley w- wasn't getting the cues, and all of a sudden yeah. he would like talk over <laughs> over. Not that there's anything, like we know Stanley's, uh, you know, elderly. That's fine. He's like ninety four. It was, it was <laughs> funny though that Disney, that somebody at Disney was like, "This is a good idea."
1: Yeah, that was an awful <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, that was at our. I talk. I give that. Tell that story at the D twenty three recap episode. Yeah. So this is a Stanley story in which Stanley doesn't actually make an appearance. Okay. Which, which is why it's so frustrating. So I'm gonna to try to make this brief. Okay. Because we're already going so long. Yes. So right near the convention center, there is a an art gallery. It's the Chuck Jones Gallery. Now Chuck Jones is. Super famous for Looney Tunes, yep. um, Bugs Bunny. You know he was you know created some of the greatest Looney Tunes ever. So there's a Chuck Jones gallery that does a lot of cartoon animation art exhibits. During Comic Con, they had a few different exhibits, um, and one of them was supposed to be a Stan Lee event, um, and there was going to be some art for an exhibit. And it was the way that it was pitched to me was here's this event. RSVP if you'd like to be on the list and it's a gallery reception.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now when you hear art gallery reception, what are you envisioning?
0: Like a, I would say like a get de- like everyone's standing around with drinks and there's art and you, you know, cocktails and trays of little wiener, like weenies on sticks. And <laughs> okay.
1: So we're on the same page here. Okay. So I'm thinking it's going to be a reception gallery yeah. reception. Like you're on the RSVP list. You go in probably gonna be a lot of people because it's stan lee but you know there'll be you know you could get a glass of wine or something you stand around you look at the art you mingle you talk right so i walk down there about a half an hour early and now the streets are madhouse anyway
0: yeah
1: but i see this huge line stretching like down the block and i know where the chuck jones gallery is and i know that that's where this line is going right right And so I'm thinking, well, maybe these are just people trying to get in. Right. And I'm on the RSVP list, right? I'm on the list, so I'm just going to go up to the door. Maybe they'll just let me in. So I go up to the front, and there's a woman there with a clipboard. And I said, yeah, I'm on the RSVP list. And she's like, oh, yeah, if you're on the RSVP list, you go to the end of the line.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So I was like, so everybody in this line is on the RSVP list? Yes, they should be. Great. So the RSVP list is the line. is what you're telling me. Yeah. So you just go and go to the end of the line. Then the doors hadn't opened at this point. So she's like, but really, I promise you, once the doors open, it's going to move really fast. So I wouldn't worry about it because it's stretched a block. And yeah. I was like, I'm not going to wait in this line because it's super hot. It's it the moves middle of the day. Fast. She said it's going to move fast. I was <laughs> like, all right. And the timing was such that I was supposed to meet up with all the other geek dads mm-hmm. that night. And I had like an hour and a half before we were supposed to meet them, or maybe it was even two hours. I was yeah. like, "Well, I'm not going to go back into the con. Right. I have nothing. I, I might as well just stand here." If She said line, it's yeah. going to move fast. I'll just, I'll see. So I'm standing, <laughs> and standing, and standing, and the blind just isn't moving. And every now and then she'd come by asking everybody, "Is everybody here? Is on the list? Everybody here is on the RSVP list?" Yes, yes, everybody is. Great. And I, I'm talking to the people around us in line, like you do in lines, so and yeah. you make friends, and we're talking. And we start to piece together the clues. So the, um, this woman who is behind me is also has a press badge. Right. right. And she's kind of angry because, just like me, she thought we were here for a different Like it's an event. exclusive
0: like, event, right? Like an exclusive. Yeah. We
1: have press badges. We've RSVP'd. Like, what we should be able to just <laughs> – there should be a separate line, right? And so I'm just like whatever. I'm not I don't really I really care. don't care, you know yeah. so I'm just gonna stand here and see what happens. Well, to make a long story short, what we eventually pieced together <laughs> was that Stanley was in the building, right? but you wouldn't actually see him.
0: Okay. So
1: you were let into the gallery and they were selling like six different lithographs. But the lithographs, it was art from some new property that Stan Lee was just giving his name to. So okay. it was like, it wasn't like Iron Man or Incredible Hulk. It right. was like, characters like, you have no idea who these people are because it's some random new property. It's like, Stan Lee's whatever, whatever. Right. That he doesn't really work on. So you have to buy one of these lithographs for $150. <laughs> and then you wait in another line to go into a little private room where Stan Lee is. And he won't sign your lithograph. But he might take a picture with Oh, my. The event was supposed to be from 5 to (laughs) 7. I don't think he showed up until 5.30. Right? Yeah. 6.15. I'm still standing in this line because I'm talking to the person. I got nowhere else to go. Right. Stanley has left the building. (laughs) Are you effing kidding me so he was here for 45 minutes and you weren't even gonna see him anyway because you had to spend 150 bucks to just maybe right. glimpse him in a private room right that is not a special event press reception. Uh, wow. not pre- uh, a gallery reception at an art gallery you know it was <laughs>
0: See, I don't understand why companies do this because all it's going to do, all it did, was put sour taste in everybody's mouth. Who's going to? There's
1: no that? way I'm going to write about it. Yeah. I'm not going to cover the event. I'm not going to, you know, promote the Chuck Jones Gallery or and, his and art.
0: Honestly, how much money could they put? Like, how yeah, much how money much, could they have made? Like, for exactly what, what they're doing? And right? so
1: the following day, there was a William Shatner event that I'd also RSVP'd to, right. and that was it I, it I was like, thing? well, I'm not not going to that. Like, what's the point? Yeah, was it the same thing? i would imagine i don't know i didn't go to it but i would imagine (laughs) but yeah i some the guy in front of me had like the email that showed all the art and the same thing was a william shatner event but you had to buy this art from some random property that william shatner was promoting that nobody knows
0: oh my god i know (laughs) well tell me the geek dad meetup was good that was fun the
1: geek dad meetup was amazing so yeah there were six of us there i think Mm -hmm. um And, uh, you know, we just had dinner. We hung out. It was super awesome times. Um, I ended up going with one of the other geek dads, the guy we said at the top. He works for Adam Savage. He works for Mm -hmm. Tested. Um, He was going to a party afterward, and he was looking for a wingman basically I was like oh go <laughs> um, and it was another rooftop bar the one of like the fanciest hotels I've ever seen but it was um sponsored but one of the sponsors of the party was Weta Weta okay. Workshop yep. who did the Lord of the Rings yep,
0: movies Of course
1: yeah and so we were in the lobby waiting to take the elevator up and I don't know if you've ever watched any of the special features on the Lord of the Rings DVDs mm-hmm. but like Richard Thompson is like the New Zealand guy yeah. he's like he was like the face of those movies for the yeah. special effects he walks right by me. No way. And I was like, oh, holy God, this really is a wedding party. <laughs> this one, this one's not lying. <laughs> they were not, mis- you know, but it was awesome. So we went up. That's where I saw Doug Jones. Oh, cool. Um, that's where I saw Adam Savage. Grant Imahara was there. Um, no, that's a party. Sure, <laughs> that is a party. And it was cool. They had old uh, old school vintage um, arcade machines there. So, like, you could play pole position, asteroids. Oh, awesome. And they just, and it was, Yeah. So that so was that's fun.
0: That's awesome. Places do stuff like that. That's cool.
1: That was that, was, and that was totally unexpected because I didn't know I was going until like about an hour yeah, before. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so so he, that he, was. He had
0: a plus one, I'm guessing, that he could take someone with. Well, him. he
1: worked for Adam. Oh, okay. Savage. So, he, he so it was sort of image. like yeah. I just showed up with him and a bunch of other people from Tested, yeah. And they kind of just like sweet talked me in, right? You know, they were just like, "Oh yeah, he's with us," and yeah. so I just went he in with them. Adjusted. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that was super awesome. That's awesome, yeah. man.
0: Okay, take a breath. I know, right? Too much. We're take here. a breath. Take here. a breath. I hope you're enjoying Uh-oh. this so far, guys. I know. <laughs> we'll see how many of you've clicked off already. Um, yeah. No, but it's cool. It's really interesting. I th- I don't think there'll be a lot of click offs if if people are really interested in Comic Con because you know it's neat. Well, its
1: I mean, it's. I know I'm just kind of sharing stories about right. what I did, saying, what well, isn't this so awesome?" But it is. I mean it was not a unique experience i had a Mm -hmm. lot of people who go as press or cover for different sites or 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 shows or whatever they do um they have similar experiences Mm -hmm. so it's sort of like it's this backstage quote-unquote access that we get that was super awesome and really made it worthwhile
0: so let's go to saturday your final day at the convention what what's happening cool on saturday that you
1: um so i go to it was another press conference um kevin smith and greg grumberg have a new show on amc mm-hmm. called geeking out
0: okay
1: uh it, the first episode premiered and as, from what i understand there's going to be a few weeks before this the next one's come out but the first episode they actually filmed much of it at comic-con so like, they were filming it oh, that's and cool. it, it premiered on the sunday actually the last day of the con okay um, and it's basically like a um, not really a talk show. It's it's very much like this show. Okay. I mean, they have they talk to people and they have just conversations rather than interviews, but because mm-hmm. they're Kevin Smith and Greg Grumberg, right. they know everybody. Exactly. So they have all this access to people and events that normal people don't have. Yeah. So like for example, at Comic Con, Greg Grumberg went to the there was a big premiere, of Star Trek Beyond, and it was like the music was played by a live orchestra. Oh, and so like awesome. there was this red carpet. Um, beforehand, where a lot of the actors were there, like so Simon Pegg was there and a bunch right. of other people, and Greg was on the red carpet. Well, he took cameras for the show with him on the red carpet, so yeah. it's like that kind of access that they have, you know. Yeah. And so, um, from what I've seen of the show, I haven't even I haven't watched the episode yet, but from what I've seen, it looks pretty good. I mean, if you like Kevin Smith, um, it's not I don't think that it's like a Kevin Smith brand humor kind of right. show, um, but it's it's hosted by him. So, I mean, you, you're going to see him, yes. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, like, I guess they, they stopped, they talked to, um, they stopped, talked to Matt Damon. They okay. talked to him about the Martian, the Martian and Jason Bourne and stuff like that. So it's like, they use their access to show people of course, yeah. how cool, like, so it was like, if you and I were a list celebrities, yeah. it would what this show would be like. So
0: yes. <laughs> they had a
1: press conference for that. And that was cool because there was only like 15 people there. Um, and so like there was nobody not many people in the room for this press conference oh, so
0: cool.
1: yeah it was so it was just like it was kevin and greg sat at a table and there was like 10 to 15 of us there and we just got to ask questions and um i recorded it but because it was a press conference and they were it was like a big ballroom kind of thing right even though like part the echoes it, it, it's not usable for the oh, show okay um but, uh, yeah, it was just cool because, I, you know, I asked a question and Kevin answered me, like, in typical fashion. Like, he answered – it took, like, 15 minutes for him to answer. And, like, the nice thing about Kevin is that, like, he looked me straight in the eye the entire time that he was answering And He wasn't nice. just, like, wondering or thinking. Yeah. It was, like he was, a- he was answering me, and he did that with everybody. That's so, cool. That was really cool. Um, so I did that and wandered around a lot. And that's – I think Saturday is the day that I saw, like, the Bancrofts and Tadstone right. and yep. stuff. Um and one of the other highlights, so what rounded out the afternoon um, was sort of like, I'm still pinching myself that it that these things really happened. Right. So Star Trek this year is celebrating its 50th anniversary mm-hmm. as a franchise. And so they had a big Hall H panel to celebrate. And then immediately after, they had a press conference. Right. Well, I got into the press conference. And long story short, we ended up, Front row center, so I was probably six feet from the table, <laughs> and sitting at this table were Brian Fuller, who is the executive producer of the new Star Trek series, and yeah. also did Hannibal and Pushing Daisies and all these other amazing mm-hmm. shows. Uh, Rod Roddenberry, William Shatner, <laughs> Brent Brent Spiner, Michael Dorn, Jerry Ryan, Scott Bakula. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they walk in and they're sitting literally six feet away from me. And I'm like hyperventilating because this is so amazing. <laughs> now, this was a much more packed. I would say there was at least 100 press in the room. But yeah. we were front row center. So, yeah, of course. So, and they, they, we only had, I don't know. I, I don't even think that it was an hour with them. So obviously not everybody could ask a question. Right. Um, With so many people up there you know some people would answer a question and it's like well one question was directed of this is for william shatner or this is for brian fuller or now i want everybody to answer this other question so um it would have been great if i had been able to ask a question i did not in that one but just sitting so close to them and listening to them and their stories was amazing so that Mm. that was phenomenal so, so,
0: your question would have been to Brent Spiner, and you would have asked him, "How did it feel to? Uh, what was it like? And how did it feel to work with Patrick Stewart?" Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> and to- totally do it like you know that he know like he- that he knows you're like. Yeah, no, there's
1: no way to do it. that so that he knows that you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I had a I had a really good question to sort of like be like the final question, and I wanted to ask it, but right. this other woman got her final question in and it was such a just a bad question to end on i mean it was we had all these people up there Mm -hmm. like that represented the beginning of star trek with shatner and rod roddenberry to the future with brian fuller and the new show so it was like they represented all eras the only thing that wasn't represented there was the the movies the new movies Mm -hmm. but you know it's just like take this opportunity like get them to to you know, reflect or right. where where's Star Trek gonna be fifty years from now? Yeah. You know, like talk about something. So the last woman she asked the quest it was just to William Shatner and it was like uh, you and Leonard Nimoy had the very first bromance of TV oh, and did you when you first met him, did you know like were the sparks flying? oh my god and i was like come on really and so even shatner couldn't believe it. like his answer was i wrote a whole book about this <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> so it was like
1: oh what a terrible way Lost to end up on you your know? star
0: trek history
1: man <laughs> i know right <laughs> that's hilarious so that was just amazing like i was pinching myself at, at that no and... that's
0: that's killer like yeah it doesn't get much better than that
1: yeah um and but uh Straight from there, I ran to a cocktail hour Yes. <clears throat> with cocktail. Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: There you go. Oh.
1: And now I was, again, prepared for this to be. And I was like, hey.
0: is this going to be another Stan Lee?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I walk in, and there's maybe, like, 30 people. Come on. It was, it was actually at the same venue, the same restaurant slash bar where the Hasbro breakfast was. Yeah. Um, and so there's, like, 30 people there. And I was like, "Are you are you kidding?" What? And I was like, "Is Neil really here, or do they just put his name yes. on this?" Next thing I know, boop, Neil deGrasse Tyson walks in. Wow. And like, he was super awesome. Like, he made it a point. Like, more people showed up as as, right. as it was like a two-hour event, so more people showed up. But. Uh, like he went around to everybody like every table every every place where people were standing like he made it a point to talk to everybody who was there wow. and there were, i mean it was incredibly exclusive like there were not yeah. many
0: well and you there. have the to show the kind of access you sent me a selfie that you took with him
1: i and, got a selfie with him and we i took like... two selfies we took one there were three of us from geek dad there so yeah. we took a selfie with the three of us and then i got a picture of him with just me and then i also talked to him And i got him to do a liner for the show which i don't know if you use if you use it at the top of this or not um and i i cornered his publicist and we're gonna get him on the show
0: perfect well i remember you texted me and you were like not too much right now just uh have a cocktails and i was just like what (laughs) (laughs) and then you send the photo (laughs) as if i thought you were lying
1: (laughs) yeah so that I think was number 1 that's of killer. all of con. No, that's yeah, amazing. Cuz how do you top that? How do you top just throwing back a beer with Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> in, in a, like at a private event that we're like there's almost nobody there. That's insane. You don't you don't top that. No, no. That no. is like it's it's amazing.
0: That's a story you tell for a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't even the end of my day. Like yeah. <laughs> that was just like this is like this is the highlight of con. Wow. Yeah. Dang.
0: Man, it sounds like you had so. an awesome time.
1: Yeah, the the very last thing I'll just throw it out there. The yeah. Last thing I ended my con Saturday night was sort of like the seminal Comic Con experiences. Right. I went to Kevin Smith's panel in Hall H.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I now that is I actually had reserved seating for that, so I didn't to wait in line. I just walked in. I yeah. was like ten rows from the front. Amazing seating. Um, Kevin Smith traditionally he's been doing it for like 20 years or something. Like he closes down okay. Saturday night in Hall H um and he and it was it was awesome like i am i'm not a fan of every movie he's ever done yeah but i don't know if you've ever watched on youtube like the he does these like an evening with kevin smith Mm -hmm. or he does his panel you
0: know i love i love his personality like i'm not a big fan of his uh, you know not i'm not a big fan of his movies per se but i really love his personality i've heard him guest host you know radio programs before yeah i used to listen to his podcast quite a bit and you know just his personality He's he's a cool guy
1: I mean, he, and he's a heck of a storyteller. Yes. So, like, basically, he told, I don't know if you remember, last year, the Star Wars panel, yeah. they invited the entire place across the street to the baseball park because yes. they were going to do the live yeah. concert of Star Wars music. So all of Hall H emptied. Yeah. Kevin Smith was right after that panel. Oh, so, no. like, he took the stage to, like, basically an empty Hall H. Oh, my uh,
0: God.
1: And so he told the story of that experience and what he learned, but it took him, like, an hour and a half to tell the story because he went back 22 years when he first met J.J. Abrams. Right. And he told this so in So he, time, like, like, weaves the story and that's killer. It's amazing The when you listen to him tell a story, it's like, I wish – number one, I wish I had the experiences in yes. order to tell these kind of stories. <laughs> but. The, you can see where his movies get their dialogue from. Yes. Like he is this, like he's a master at telling a story and weaving these different experiences together. And at the very end of an hour and a half story, bring it back to the beginning and nail the punchline. <laughs> uh, and it was an amazing, amazing story. And it was. That sounds like just,
0: something guys that get famous can do well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: probably why they get famous, right?
0: <laughs> no man, that's awesome. So it was a good. It was a good cap to the
1: night. The it weekend. was. A, it was a perfect cap. It was a perfect cap. So yeah, I guess you could say I had a good time.
0: Okay, so now you have to tell us Adam yeah. Savage's costume. What was he?
1: Oh well, he did a different one. One for th- I think it was Friday and Saturday or Thursday and Friday. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, the he did a Kylo Ren. Okay. And he did. Um, did you see the Revenant? Uh no, I didn't see it. He was the bear from the Revenant, and oh, he was dragging. Okay. He was dragging mean. around a little Leonardo DiCaprio dummy. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm actually doing. Uh, I'm putting the video for Tested. They do videos of his cosplay every year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think the Revenant one's already out. Um, I'm not sure when this episode right now that we're recording is going to drop, but in a few days from now, the Kylo Ren video is going to go out on Tested. Okay. Um, I've seen it already. It's amazing because I'm actually I did a little Q and A with Adam about the Kylo Ren costume right. for Star for StarWars.com. So that's going to be up next week too. Or next week when we're talking. I don't know. It might be last week when this goes on.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Sorry.
1: sorry. So that's that's the Adam Savage stuff.
0: Fantastic. Well, that sounds like a lot so of fun. Much, how how long have we been talking here? It yet? has been an hour and 20
1: minutes. You've been recording this, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> so if you have any questions for Jamie about his experiences or you know, just anything about Comic-Con, maybe you were there. Maybe you want to tell us a story. One of your Neil deGrasse Tyson stories, if you have one, let us know on Facebook, facebook.com slash the GBB podcast or Twitter at the GBB podcast. And this has been fun. I, I wish that I could have went, yeah. but I got to experience it through your eyes. So
1: Yeah, I'm sorry I was so verbose. I just talked no, no. for an hour it was and a
0: fantastic. half. Fantastic. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and again, that's just what I did. I mean, that's not yeah. even talking about like just random walking and all the other stuff that there was to see there right. um, and the things that I wanted to do but didn't have a chance to um i mean i could probably talk for another hour and a half about everything else that i saw and 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 got to experience at least a little bit of but uh who has time for that nobody wants to hear that
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there maybe i don't
1: know maybe it'll come out all right guys thank
0: you so much for coming by i hope you enjoyed this episode if you want to hear more like it let us know be In touch, and we will see you next time. Right here, how are they going to
1: be in touch? You didn't even tell them. I
0: did tell them earlier. I'll tell did you, we? More. yeah, I just did like two seconds ago.
1: <laughs> we should probably put that at the top of the episode, too, yes, huh? Yes, We're terrible true. at this self promoting thing.
0: Oh, you think we'd never done a podcast before?
1: I know, right?
0: At the GBB podcast, both Facebook and Twitter. Find us there.
1: And if you have a story you want to share about your own Comic Con experience or something like that, give us a call, leave us a voicemail 301 825 5653.
0: Perfect. We will see you next week or whenever we do another show. Whenever we
1: do another We'll see you soon.
0: Cool. Take take care. (laughs) Bye. This podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad.